Hey everyone, Reza here. Just leaving you a quick note to let you know that there were audio issues with the original episode 40, and so we've decided at this point to just discard it. Due to my travel plans, we had recorded two podcasts to fill my missed weekends, but at this point we're unable to record a new episode 40, so we've decided to just upload our episode 41 as the new episode 40. Also, because I will be gone for the next two weeks, we'll be unable to upload an episode on September 21st, so the next time that you'll hear from us will be on September 28th, the week after our return. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 41 of the Stone Cold Silver podcast. It's been, a, it's been a heck of a weekend for both of us, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really talked too much this weekend. I think the last time we, we, we talked on Friday over chat. For, for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, be, that's because we finished the... Uh, Until Dawn. Oh, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. We finished the Until Dawn Let's Play that Chris Move did. Fantastic game. Fantastic ending. Do you think you would actually get it after watching all like all the I might, endings? I might. It's interesting because it's such a, it's a, it's a. That's how I felt about uh, Walking Dead, that the Telltale games, um, because I watched it all, and while I may have made different decisions at certain points, I I felt like I knew enough of the story, and since the gameplay is like it's a, it's a story driven game, it's almost like watching a movie. So once you've seen it once, doing it yourself definitely takes a lot away from it or at least right. i feel like it would i think it would also be a lot of fun to play with other people yeah to let them play it and what like yeah, basically do let's plays live yeah see like how, i know my roommate would absolutely make. love it because we played uh what was that what was that game on the x uh alan wake alan wake yeah okay that was a super moody game and we i remember playing that with my roommate next to me and he would like shake me at the scariest moments. I would scream out loud. <laughs> so that would be that would be fun. Yeah, that would definitely be fun to do. So so how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, so this weekend was really nice because so I have a lot of family in town this weekend. Um, so uh, my older brother Mustafa he came home to visit with his fiance. Um, there was it was a, a high school friend's wedding yesterday, so he was in town for that. Um, it's good to see them. And then, uh, my half sister's in town with her, her three kids and her husband. Uh, she has twin, twin boys that are about, uh, that are almost three years old this October. And then she has a baby daughter who's just about six months now. And okay. the twin boys, they've never, they've never really been out of their parents. Like they've never been away from their parents. One of their parents has always been watching them. They, they haven't been in daycare or anything like that. And, um, they're super attached to their parents. So they're really, really, really apprehensive and almost scared of other people. And they're very bad at like letting people in or scared, or, like scared to let others in. Um, my dad's been home or he, so he, he left. Um, and my mom, my mom had surgery last week and, uh, or no, two weeks ago. Sorry, two weeks ago. Just not, nothing major. Um, and so he's been home and, uh, he just went back to Boston, uh, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Saturday. And then, um, and then my little brother Majib just came home last night. Nice. So, yeah. And, uh, he's really good with kids and he's, he's been like trying really hard to get like closer with, with the little boys and he's actually been doing a pretty good job, I think. So nice. Yeah. I was very impressed. Um, I've, I've just been kind of keeping my distance because they, they almost like scream anytime I go near them. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to let you become acclimated to me at your own pace. And, right. uh, yeah. We don't have uh, to rush this. Yeah. Right. Um, and so Saturday, yesterday, I, um, my girlfriend, she, uh, I guess it was, she said it was June. I thought it was much more recently than that, but she said that she, well, she went on a food tour in Philly with a, a friend from work. Uh, it was the ethnic food tour in Philadelphia and they hit like five restaurants. They got a bit of a sampling from different restaurants as well as a bit of history related to the food and maybe even a little bit of history around the city. It's almost like a tour of the city as you go Very between cool. the, different, the, the different restaurants. And she really enjoyed it. And so she like asked me, she's like, would you be interested? I was like, yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. That'd be, that'd be fun to do. So she, yeah. um, she booked this, um, a tour on this food tour. Uh, it was like the decadent food tour. I think is what it was called. The great uh, name. De- decadent, decadent gourmet tour. Ooh, is what I'm it's called already. And, uh, it was mostly dessert foods. Um, and then we did have, we did, we did get a falafel, um, at one place. Okay. And so we went to, uh, the, like the Philadelphia market. It's, uh, what is it? The Reading Market, I think is what it's Reading called. Reading Terminal Market. Reading Terminal Market. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. And, uh, I'd never been there in my life. I didn't know what it was. I'm, I've never. It's crazy in there. 
Yeah, it is. It's intense. It's super packed. And as you go through with like a tour group, there are about like 13 of us trying to go through from one place to another place and then stop and eat. It is packed. And I just feel like I'm in the way at all times. Right. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We, we, the first place we hit, there was, uh, it was, it was called the fresh food, uh, or no, it was the fair foods fresh market, I think is what it's called. Say and, that three uh, times fast. Yeah, no, a fair food fresh market. Uh, uh okay. I think that's what it's called. And they had, uh, you know, lots of, lots of just different like farm, farm type food, fruits, vegetables. They also had some milk and whatnot. Um, and we tried these, um, I think it was dried Asian, uh, pears. I think it's what those they are were. good. They were delicious. Those um, are so good. They look like an apple, but it has the texture of a pear. Yes. Um, like the, like an actual one. We tried the dry ones, uh, but it was really good. And then we, we hit the falafel place after that. Um, and so falafels this is all so in good. the market. I'm a big fan of falafels. Yeah, me too, man. Love falafel. Um, and then after that, we got a, uh, we went to a, it was a donut place. Um, there's a, there's a super popular donut place. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I really don't remember names of any of the places other than the first place because we were trying to find it. We, we were a little bit late because there was a ton of traffic on 95. Uh-huh. So we, 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 instead of meeting at the meeting point, we met at the first, at the first restaurant gotcha. or stop. And so then after that, we went to the donut place, which was also in the, uh, in, in the, in the market. And, uh, we each got our own Boston cream donut, which was also delicious. I haven't had a Boston cream donut in a long time. What, so nice what is a Boston cream donut? A Boston cream donut is essentially like you, you've had like a jelly filled donut. It's just like, it's just a, uh, it's, it's like a plain donut sort of, I guess. Like it's, it's not a plain donut. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a donut that's filled with this, uh, cream. And, okay. And, uh, and then it's topped. It has on the top, it has like this, uh, it's, it's a light layer of chocolate. Um, which is slightly hearted, but also very soft. So if you, you know, touch it with your finger, it would stick to your finger. Um, so it's not completely, not completely hard, but slightly melted chocolate on top of it. Um, gotcha. Very good though. Um, and then after that, I really didn't know what to expect for this. I was like, wait, are we going to be here the entire time inside the market? Just hitting up like 15 different restaurants. I was, I had no idea what, what to really expect. Um, after this, though, we left the market and we were walking for quite a while. I think we ended up walking like 15 total blocks in, throughout Philly and she would stop, she would stop every now and then to show us a particular building or like walk inside of a building. We walked inside of Macy's, which was an, originally some old other department store. I don't know how many years ago. And she was showing us like some of like the, like the dude was like a rich entrepreneur and he bought like this gigantic organ, uh, not, not organ. I don't know, but he, just like the architecture as well as like just the stuff there. It was really cool Mm -hmm. to see. And and just like hearing somebody talk about it, you, you, you walk, you walk by the stuff, you know, you could walk by the stuff a million times in your lifetime and and never really know anything about it. Oh, sure. Um, That's the same with like living anywhere. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So it was just cool to actually see that and hear everything. Um, so something that you would recommend to people to do if they were visiting, uh, Philly, uh, yeah, I mean, I would recommend it to eat people, even if you live in Philly, any type of like food tour, because what Lena said when she went on her food tour was that she hit a lot of different restaurants that she had, she would never have gone into. Um, they're really good. It's just that maybe, maybe it wasn't something that really caught her eye from the outside. Maybe it didn't look, the, it didn't have the greatest look in the world. Ah, uh, um, right, right. Now for, for this particular food tour, it was more dessert items because Elena knows that I like sweets. Um, so you know, we did a bunch of different restaurants like that. Oh, we also hit this one restaurant, which was interesting because we didn't even try any food there, but it was, uh, I, 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 I can find the name if I look it up in my search history because I looked into it, but it's, it was a, it was formerly a bank and Ooh. you're in there and it's like a, like an old style bank, you know, with like the big not, door. Yeah. With the big door. It's, it's like a, it's an intimidating building. You know, you walk in there, it was, it's like a bank from like the fifties or sixties that you think the mob would probably run, you know? Like so, the, uh, the bank from, uh, the Batman movie in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I, I, I want to find my search history. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I just can't find it right now. Um, but so, uh, we went in there and we were able to, like, they, they kept the vault and inside the vault they have, like, different, they have seating there. Um, they have lots of wines in the, in this restaurant. Um, I assume it's incredibly expensive. Uh, we didn't, we didn't get to see the menu or anything like that, but they were saying that the, the, the restaurant, that's what they use when they like, they have business deals going on and they don't, they don't, they don't 
eat at this restaurant when they're like trying to court people. They eat at this restaurant when they're sealing the deal. Interesting. Um, I like that. Yeah. So um, it's, there's almost a uh, – it's, it's a ritual. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. I like that. I'm yeah. a, I mean you know me. I'm a big fan of rituals. Yeah, right. It's called Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. That's what oh. it's called. Yeah, that's a chain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Del she Frisco's did say here. Yeah, she, she said that. Yes, she said that. It was a chain. And I believe uh I don't know if this is the original one. Um, but I know I know it was the uh it was a old bank. That's very cool. Yeah, there's a Del Frisco's Del Frisco's in Midtown over here. Yeah. And I, when you're in a cab, you usually see their commercials playing in the cab. Oh, I see. I've seen it for years and years, and I've just never gone. Interesting. Yeah, I've never even heard of it before. Um, okay. I can imagine it being pretty expensive, so I think your your gut was right on that. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to see their menu or anything like that, um, but I, I meant to look it up online. I'll check it out soon. Cool. They have a three. They have a three dollar sign next to them on Google, so it can't, it can't be the worst. So it's it not the a, worst. It's not the most expensive, it seems, but it's right. definitely pricey. Yelp has four. So, okay. You know. Um. But so yeah, after that, we 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 continued and we hit this grocery store. Basically, not a grocery store. It, it's like a little grocery store, like kind of a market, but it was formerly uh, a deli, basically. And when we went there, we got to try a bunch of different types of cheeses. And I'm not really a big cheese guy. Especially no. like eating cheeses alone, but it was still interesting to try them. There was one I just I just really couldn't do. I couldn't do it. Uh, it was it was a goat milk cheese. It was kind of brittle. Um, it between the rind and and the and the cheese itself, there was like this kind of almost liquidy layer. It just Ooh. it was too, it was way too strong for me. Way too strong for me. Okay. Elena couldn't eat it either. And there was a, there was another young couple that we were sitting next to. The guy couldn't eat it, but the girl she loved it. She loved it all. Um, so a couple of the cheeses were pretty good, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of cheese, so okay. it was still it was still too fun to try, but oh yeah, sure. Um, and then we kind of walked around. We we bought a couple of things. I I got like a I got a cream soda there. She got um she got another soda, and then after that we hit this uh, gelato place, and uh, we got to just try I think six different flavors of gelato, and we tried That's to nice. do it blind. Yeah, we we did it blind so we can uh see see if we can guess what the flavors were. Were you successful? I wasn't that great at it myself, but as a team, we did well. <laughs> yeah. We look good as a unit. <laughs> as a unit. Well, there, so like the cantaloupe one, it's actually, it was both Lena and I that felt this way. It, we could definitely taste licorice in it. And it was, oh. can, it was cantaloupe and cantaloupe wouldn't have been my instinct. Like I wouldn't have said that I was, I was still getting a feel for what it was, but I definitely got a strong hit of, of licorice in it. And then, uh, someone else at the end of the tables goes, Oh, it's cantaloupe. And then she was like, yeah, it's cantaloupe. So, you Interesting. Know, there so maybe was, uh, you guys need to get your taste buds recalibrated. I don't know, man. Yeah. You know, I knew it, I knew it was a uh, dark chocolate. I knew it was chocolate, some type of chocolate. I wouldn't have guessed dark chocolate, I guess. It tasted almost like fudge to me. Um, That's very interesting. There was peanut butter, which uh, was pretty obvious. There was banana, which was also pretty obvious. There was coffee. It was, it was actually uh, Irish coffee, but I said coffee. Okay. And then I don't remember what the last flavor is right now at the top of my, oh, it was, uh, it was like red grape, some, something red grape. I mean, you're a fan of red grapes. I'm a fan of red grapes. Didn't taste like a red grape. I they won't were... lie. I had red grapes recently and I'm a fan, but yeah. I think my heart still with the green. Will, will be with green grapes. What's well, funny. My parents bought some grapes this, uh, this week and the green grapes are really sweet and the red grapes are a bit sour. So I've been eating all the green grapes. Look at you. You are defecting. Um, it's it's just because those red grapes are defective. Oh, okay. Blame on the grapes. I don't care. <laughs> uh, are you ready for your trip? Not quite. I still have to. I still have to pack. So that's what I'll be doing after we after we record here. Uh, well, I need to go to the I need to go to the store. Uh, I want to buy a couple more clothes and uh, like just hit Target for a few things. I haven't really done much shopping since I got back in town. So. Are you the kind of person that packs, I guess, do you like to pack really close to when you have to leave or? Yes. It's because, it's because, um, what I'm going to be wearing there is still similar to what I'm wearing here. And so what I'm wearing here, like I want to wash everything. I want everything to be nice and fresh when I leave. So uh, what I like to do is, is pack basically the day before I go. That way I can wash everything and have options for what I pack. It's, 
I don't do that all the time, but like, like for today, today, for instance, I want to go to the store and buy a couple like shirts. And mm-hmm. so because I'm going to go there and do that and I still had, I had laundry from earlier this week, I decided to just wait till today to do my laundry and, sure. and then by default, then I'm waiting to actually pack till after I do that. Uh, do you do like packing dry runs where you pack once to see if how like everything fits and then depending on that, you'll decide if you need to like repack or do huh. you just go, with, you just do it once and it is what it is. I mostly just go with it. I, unless I have like, unless like there's a problem with the weight, then I typically just go with what it is and then, mm-hmm. and I'm good to go. What about do you? you? Do you typically overpack? Yes. Almost always. But yeah, almost, an almost, too. almost by design, almost on purpose, because I'm always afraid that something happens to, you know, something. So whether, whether I'm, you know, I, I get stranded, I need to stay longer than planned. I want to have like extra socks, extra underwear. Um, if like some, if like a shirt gets ruined, I want to have extra shirts and extra pants to wear, you know, mm-hmm. that, so I do that on purpose. But that uh, must just be one extra thing or it can't be like when you say you over, like you overpack by design, how many, let's say extra outfits are you? So it depends on how long I'm gone for. Like if I'm, if I'm going to spend the night like Lanus, right, I, I'll bring like, I'll bring I'll bring one set of like outside clothes. I might bring like extra socks, like extra understuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm, if I'm going to be going away for, you know, for two weeks, we do have access to washers and dryers while we're out there. Um, Which is so huge. I'll probably pack like, I'll probably pack enough clothes for about five days and then bring an extra two, an extra two outfits. Okay. I mean, it is a long trip. Yeah. So that that makes sense. I've been I've been actively trying to pack less because there have been trips where there are just complete outfits that I never thought about wearing. And I yeah. think it might be the nature of the trips because I've taken a lot of outdoorsy trips. So when I was with you in Seattle, a lot of it was just like I I packed workout stuff for the hike and then when we were lounging I was just in a in a tank. Or like when right. I was sleeping around – not sleeping around. When I was sleeping, it was in a tank. And I, and I felt like that was all that was necessary for that particular trip. The old me would have packed so much more than was absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to when – I'm, when, I, when I take like a weekend trip, I still want to maintain that essence of, oh, this is actually a weekend trip. Don't overpack in any way. You're going to be in and out really quickly. So I'm, I'm doing – I'm, that's the one thing I'm actually abs- actively working on. Yeah, yeah. But a, a trip that like yours, with the length that it is, it makes perfect sense to need more things. Even though you do have an access to washer and dryer, I think it yeah. makes sense to to pack a little bit more, considering you're on a different continent. Then who knows right. what might happen? Right. And and they're 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 in they're almost in their fall or like springtime type of weather so they have you know decently warm days but their evenings will be cold and that makes it a little that 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 kind of throws a a wrench in the gears because i want to dress like in during the day i'll be dressing kind of summery you know i'll 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 wear like jeans pants and short sleeves right um but when i'm when I'm like, you know, if we go, we go out at night, I'm probably going to need some type of long sleeves. Oh, sure. I mean, that's just, that yeah. makes sense. I would just prefer to not have to worry about any of that, especially because those are the ones that take up more room. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I- I'll have a lot of extra space. I think we get, we're, we're checking one bag each and then we also have our carry on. Okay. Um, but I've also been told that the carry ons are different when you're traveling within Europe. So it's not like taking a domestic flight here in the U S where you get a personal bag and a carry on. You only get like one personal bag. You don't get a carry on. So that is true. I think when we go to Paris, we're going to have to just take one checked bag between the two of us. And that'll be that and Paris is like four days. So that's not that big of a deal. Right. I, I do remember that being the case when I was traveling way back. Yeah, that the that the rules out there are a little different, right? So, but you guys will survive. Remind me when you guys fly out. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. Wow. Yeah. 
So you guys, are, when you guys hear this, uh, this is episode 41. So you'll hear this the uh, two days before I get back. But I'm So it'll be nice to do a little recap when you get back. Yeah, there'll be a lot to recap, I think. Uh, I hope that you see and experience all that Europe has to offer, considering this is the first time, like you said, that you're leaving the airport. Yeah, yeah. But I sure, bet it'll be sure a, a little nice last. little... I'm sure it's going to be a nice little moment when you leave the airport for the first time. Yeah. And be like, oh my God. Even if it's just, you know, the car park <laughs> section of the airport, it'll still be a nice little moment. Be like, oh my God, I'm actually on European soil. Right. My first time. First time. How's, uh, how's work been now that you, now that you're back oh, yes. on the East Coast? Right, right. Work's been good. It's, I, like I'm kind of getting right back into it. It's almost like I'm I'm getting back into it without skipping a beat. I was telling Lena the other day, it I could be convinced that my entire trip to Seattle was a dream. The way, really? Like, yeah. Now that I'm back, like it's it's weird. I was out there for three months, but when I think back at it, in my head, despite all the experiences and all the things that I did, it's almost so distant already to me that it's like I could have dreamt it all and. As if the three months didn't really exist. Like I've just jumped straight from May to September and I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's kind of hard to explain, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like if you ever gone like on a, on a vacation for a few weeks and you come back and you just get right back into work, you get right back into your life and it's almost like you weren't even gone. Maybe you missed out on a little bit of work, but at the same time, like you're still working on the same type of projects and stuff. And once you kind of immerse yourself back into it, it's like, all right, you know, you're doing the same thing that you were doing however long ago. But yeah. I think like, the, the, the vacation hangover is very short nowadays for me. Yeah. And I think I lose it, whatever hangover from the vacation that I had when I'm in the cab on my way home after I've landed. You just for at least for me, I just look around, I see the city again, and I go, nothing has changed. I'm right back in my old life, and most of the times I'm very excited to be home. Yeah, but I definitely understand what you mean by the whole dreams like aspect of it. Right. But you had a great time out there. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I did I did a ton out there. It's just kind of funny because it's because it's as much as I did. It's like, have you ever had like a super complex, vivid dream? And then you wake up and you're like, that was a dream like that. That's so weird. Like it felt like so long that you're in it and it just wasn't, um, I don't know, but it was those uh, nights always mess me up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially like if you wake up, you wake up and you look at the clock and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right. And you look at the clock and it's been like, you've only been sleeping for like two or three hours. Yes. Those nights scare me because I'm afraid to go back to sleep because many nights when that happens, uh-huh. I go back to sleep and it just picks up right where we left off. Yeah. So I don't even know if I actually woke up. I think I woke up, but I could be convinced that – I'm not saying it's sleep paralysis or anything because that stuff is actually crazy. Yeah. I was reading an article about that where people who uh, suffer from sleep paralysis – will feel like this total out-of-body experience and they have absolutely zero power when they're asleep. So it's almost like they can't wake up until it's done, until yeah. their body says they're done sleeping or right. their body says they're done with whatever sort of trippy dream sequence that we're about to go through. Like like you're along for the ride. You better strap in. It's going to get weird. Yeah. And that stuff terrifies me. <laughs> So uh, it looks like though that you're you're about to embark on the fun part of the of the year for you. Yeah, because I haven't really had a vacation yet. If like this, despite the fact that I've been away from lab for so long, when people when I tell people that I'm going away for two weeks, they're like, "You're leaving again? Like really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but keep in mind, I wasn't really on vacation. And even when I was out there, I was double working a lot of times. I would right. I would do a, I would put in a full day's work for my internship, and I would come back home." which took me like an hour, hour and a half at times, I would eat and then I would sit back at my desk and I would start working for my lab work back here in Delaware. So, right. I, you know, I did a lot because I was, I was away. I was able to do stuff with my family on the weekends, but during the weeks I was generally pretty busy. No, um, no rest for the weary. Yeah. And even, even during that week that I had off that, I, that was a week that I was able to dedicate fully to, to work back here. So, um, I didn't right. really take any type, any type of vacation while I was out there, you know? So, 
it'll be nice. And especially since I've had this one planned out for so long, the internship came up last minute. I've been planning this trip since February. So right, it'll um, be a, well. It's time well deserved. Yeah, and it's it'll be good to just hang out and actually get away with Lena again. You know, yeah, being um, a couple on vacation. Yeah, and the Paris part will be really nice. I think. Um, I'm also it. looking forward to London. Um, the nice thing, like we're going to be going somewhere and for the majority of the time we'll be going, we'll be like on vacation, but we'll speak the same language. So we won't have the problems that we did in, uh, in Brazil with some Oh people. my God. Yeah. Obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the great thing about France is that they are, I mean, they're very English savvy. Yeah. So they, they got you. I mean, they might be snobs about it sometimes, but more <laughs> often than not, they're very nice about it. Yeah, I've heard that if as long as you try, you don't just go in there and start speaking English to people and just say like, "Look, I know you speak English, just you know, just give right. me what I want." If you try, then then a lot of times they might just respond to you directly in English. And, yeah, that reminds and, me of this story where I was studying abroad and I went to Paris for the weekend. First of all, still one of my favorite European cities of all time. It's yeah. such a magical city. What's I think, your favorite? I think Paris is my favorite. Actually, oh, okay, okay. okay. Barcelona's up there as well. Yeah, I think I think Lena loves Barcelona. She couldn't remember if it was Madrid or Barcelona. I've said it was definitely sure Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, I think that's. I think we've talked about this actually because I think you said the exact same thing the last time I said that. Right, Madrid is a little bit more industrial. Uh huh. Barcelona's right on the water. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, and, and that's why I'm pretty confident it's Barcelona because I know she loves being on the water. Oh my god, it was absolutely spectacular, but we were. At the base of the Eiffel Tower, and we were looking my a friend of mine was looking to get a crepe, so we find okay. a crepe stand, and then she starts ordering in French. she wants to try out her French. I took French in high school, and I was a really bad student, but when I was studying when I was traveling in Paris, it all kind of came rushing back, so I could get us everywhere that we needed to go, which was great. I was really yeah. proud of myself for being able to not – like I think my French teacher would have been like extremely proud of me. Like, oh my god, he actually was paying attention. But my friend wanted to try and her French is not so good. So she tries. And then the person who's at like working the crepe stands like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> so then she tries Italian oh, and gosh. she goes, "I, you no way. Absolutely not. And then for some reason – she tries Russian because really? she's Russian. And then the lady working at the stand goes, you know I speak English, right? And we laughed <laughs> so hard because I was like, oh, my God, that's so perfect. She goes, I really appreciate you trying. I really do. But I just couldn't sit yeah. here and watch this anymore. Uh, <laughs> so that was one of my favorite memories of just us. Like The crepe was really good, but the ordering of the crepe is what really made it. Yeah, that was that was too funny. Oh man, I'm yeah, I'm, but you know, like I said, I'm really excited to to hear about your trip when you get back. Yeah, should be a good one. Yeah. Uh, um, how's my how's my weekend been? Yeah, that's what, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear about this uh this um. So so a couple things have happened. Let me let me start off with the Whole Foods mishap that I had. The Whole Foods so. I have an Amex card and I was browsing Reddit and one of the subreddits that I've newly uh, started following is a subreddit called Churning. And Churning is all about, you know, maximizing your credit cards. Okay. So either, you know, using one card to help not pay off the other credit card, but to get as many points out of all Mm -hmm. your cards as possible. Yeah, yeah. And they recently found this huge platinum card deal that was supposedly – not an urban myth, but just super hard to get invited to. Originally, it was by literal mail invite only. It was a sign-up bonus for you know three months, $3,000 spend, which is the standard for these like premium cards, $3,000 over three months. But it was a $100,000 point bonus. Wow. I, my bonus for that card at the time was 40,000 points. So just to give you a sense of what the standard okay. bonus is, instead of 40,000, it was 100,000. Yeah. So that was – and there was a trick that Reddit found to get it to pop and a lot of people were getting it. So that's how it, how it caught my attention on the subreddit. The other – so the what I wanted to take advantage of more recently was that 
they were saying if you they found a deal in the Amex offers that if you spent at least fifty dollars at Whole Foods, they were going to give you bonus hundred uh, not hundred thousand uh ten thousand points. Okay, ten thousand. So which is a nice little thing, mm-hmm. you know, for people that already shop there, you know, it's a yeah. great little it's a great little treat. But for people who don't shop there, it's also just a nice way to say, hey, you know, spend spend a good a bit of money. Not it's, uh, it's not too much money at Whole Foods, but it's enough for you to get some stuff and then hey, bonus, you know, thousand points. So yeah. I went there yesterday, like thinking to myself, okay, just buy a couple of things, get the get the uh, get the thousand dollar bonus, and then bounce. Because I usually don't like to shop at Whole Foods. There's one really close to where I live. But yeah. normally after work when everybody's going, it's such a crazy shit show because everyone's like buying groceries. And the yeah. last thing I want to do is wait in line forever just to buy some groceries when I could go somewhere else. Yeah. Because I'm just – I'm not stressed out, but I'm like really tired after work. I don't want to have to deal with the riffraff everywhere even though this is a really nice Whole Foods because it's in one of the, the richer parts of I guess the city in terms of who's working around there. Mm-hmm. So I go in there and I'm like buying milk, I'm buying eggs, I bought some steak, I bought broccoli, I bought asparagus. And then I was like, okay, this is a good amount of this is a good amount of stuff. I think I think we'll be set. And then I start ringing, I get the stuff rung up, and then I'm like totally zoned out. I think I saw a really cute girl behind me, so I was just like zoned out or whatever. And then he rings it up and he goes it's $43. Oh no. And it didn't occur to me that $43 was less than $50. So instead of just saying, hey, oh, my God, one second, guys. I'm sorry. I just forgot one thing. And I would just have picked up anything random right. to get to the $50 minimum. I just said, sure. I swiped my car and I walked out. Oh, no. And now – so I spent $43, but I got to spend $50 more because it's like one of those things where you have to do it all at once, obviously, because that's how logic yeah. works. And so I didn't it didn't hit me until like halfway home. I was like, wait, how much did I just spend? Are you kidding me? I gotta do this again. So and I just okay. bought like oh, I also bought like high heat cooking oil because I'm sick and tired of cooking with olive oil and it smokes too easily. Mm-hmm. And I learned that smoking point is when the oil loses its cooking power because it's basically becoming smoke. And I was like, Oh, that's 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 actually really uh really logical. Let's see. Um, yeah, they're saying that olive oil is more for just, you know, topical for bread or, you know, like light drizzling of things. Yeah. You really, sh- I mean, is it healthy to cook with? Sure. But it really depends on what type of cooking you're doing. Right, right. And if you're stir frying something, like you're just going to smoke up your entire apartment. And I, 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 I've lost count of the amount of times where the smoke alarm has gone off. And I'm just like, guys, I'm just, I'm just cooking. Can we, can we not, can we just not? Wow. Uh, so, so forty three dollars. That was a mishap. That was a mishap that hit me, and I thought to myself, I thought I had my shit together. I clearly don't. I'm really. It just felt like a really like a brain fart moment. But it's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back and buy more stuff. It's it's not the end of the world. I have until the I think the end of October to oh, to take advantage. Time. Yeah, it was just I wanted to like get it done and then not have to deal with this anymore. But does it does it activate every single time you do it, or use only once? Uh, I mean, it only, the offer technically activates when you spend the past the threshold. Okay. Okay. So it's not like I failed, I I failed and I, and I can't do it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It just won't activate until you, you spend past the threshold. Okay. Well, that's, that's good then. Yeah. So, so that was the beginning of my day after I, I worked out, I was like, oh my God, it's early. I worked out. I'm going to go to Whole Foods. I feel like an adult. And then I go in and do that. But the the day picked up from there. Uh-huh. The day definitely picked up from there. I went on a Tinder date. Now, this girl I had been speaking to for, no exaggeration, five weeks. So quite a while. Now, you're probably asking why five weeks. And that was because <laughs> I was doing just – an insane amount of traveling. It was yeah. my, you know, August was was really busy. And so we matched a, a, quite a while ago, obviously. And we just kind of hit it off pretty quickly. 
she was uh, she was funny, and we were just sort of talking every day. And then he's like, we were saying, oh, we should definitely meet up soon. Great. And then there'd be like something came up with her work where she's really busy, so she can't go. Not a big deal. Not like not heard about it at all. And then I would say something, or then she would do something or set up something. I'd go, yeah, totally. I'm so excited. Let's do it. And then a work would get in the way or I'd be traveling like a last minute travel place. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't do it. No problem. So then we set up a brunch a few weeks ago. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah. it just radio silence on the day that we were supposed to go. And I go, does this mean that we're like, is this, did I just miss the boat on this? Is this just one of those like misconnection, like not a, not a Craigslist misconnection, but did we just like spend too much time not meeting for, and then we just didn't, you know, timing, right? right. It's all about timing. And right. if I just miss it, I missed it. Uh, she ended up hitting me up like a, a couple of days later saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. There was an emergency at work. And what still kind of boggles my mind is, I guess people does. I mean, they, people have to decide what they want to respond to when they get the text, right? Because when people say yeah. like, "I didn't see your text," now this just might be me getting a little too like anal about this, <laughs> but people always see text, right? I like to yeah. think that mo- like, although I won't lie, because I definitely don't see text all the time, and people are like, uh, "I invited you. Where were you?" I go. Oh, that's weird. My phone says I read this, but I definitely don't remember reading it. So maybe, all right, you know what? I'll give it the benefit of the doubt right there. I just thought about it a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I've been having problems with my phone recently. Just as an oh, aside, that's right. Where that was such a I, weird like, night. I seem, yeah, I, I, I like I'm like texting with somebody, then all of a sudden I don't get a notification of the text, but it says it says later on that I read it. Like I, it literally happened to me uh, two nights ago. I was talking with Yaron. And then all of a sudden, I didn't get a response from him, so I didn't assume he respond, or I assumed he didn't respond. Checked my phone yesterday, and I see that he actually did respond like two minutes after I did. And I'm like, wait, what? Right. You're like, I promise, I'm not trying to be a dick. My phone's being super weird. Right. Um, but we ended up setting up. She said, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, it's you know, you're still sound really cool, but just so you know, if I don't usually hang out with somebody that I meet on Tinder really quickly, I'm, I'm most likely it's like if it just doesn't seem like it's gonna happen, then why waste each other's time? Which is right. a very fair point. So then I I sort of said to her, you know what, new month September, new month, let's just make this happen. You know, we've we've been able to keep in not keep in touch, but we've been talking for this long. Let's just see what happens. So. Yeah. Yesterday, so on Friday, I, I sent her a text. I go, "Hey, you know, what do you want to do?" She goes, "Let's get let's get a lunch in Chinatown because I think she well, she loves Chinese food, and she's uh, she lives in Chinatown. So it's like, all right, fine, whatever. And it's a short walk from me, right? Yeah. And then I sent her a text on again, but she didn't respond. So I go, "Well, this is weird. Like, are we doing this or are we not?" And it was just at this point I was like, listen, if you don't, if she doesn't get back to me, I'm just that's it. Like, I don't know if you say that's fair, unfair, whatever. It was just like enough is enough between the two of us, you know. There's there's only so many times where, like she said, you you miss the connection and then that's it. But she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I was just like didn't see your text. I'm still totally down for today if you are. And I go, sure. Now a little bit of background. She's I guess she's found out that she's uh. She's not Jamaican. I think she is Jamaican. Okay. But she's uh, Caribbean. Let's just stick with Caribbean because I, I, I don't want to misspeak. But she's Caribbean. She uh, she went to Wake Forest. Uh, she works in finance right now. And, you know, she seemed like a really fun girl. Her yeah. she, her profile made me laugh. So that, that's always usually, a, usually a good always what you need. She, I, you know. I mean, you, you you know how I feel about that kind of stuff. Like if you're funny – that's it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not all in, but I'm interested. Yeah. Because a lot of girls on Tinder don't know how to carry on a conversation. It seems like you've got to hit the home run combo, or they're just not going to respond. It's like, listen, conversations happen two ways. I ask a question, you can't just give me a one word answer and be like, oh, he wasn't charming enough. I go, am I supposed to just hit home runs every time? Like, yeah. how do you start a conversation when you're out with someone? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like usually if you want someone to quote unquote hit a home run, they're going to say something a little, a little weird because there's got to be a shock value that in my mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she goes, Oh, like, you know, still down to meet. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, and we set off a lunch at two o'clock and I get there a little early and I put my name down and then the restaurant goes, Oh, it's going to be 30 minutes. And I go, okay, well I'll let her decide if she's willing to commit to the wait, right? Right. She goes, yeah, you know, if there's 30 minutes long, then I will, then it's got to be worth it. I go, yeah, okay, cool. Um, I'll be outside. Let me know when you get here. Okay. A couple minutes later, she goes, hey, where are you? As she's turning the corner, she waves. And Reza, this is where, this is where it gets interesting. Oh, no. Because she oh, would, no. no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine so far. So. It's fine for so a minute, far. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried from right now. This person's not who they say they were. Like all of a sudden you got catfished. Oh, like, like, all, of, like all of a sudden Conan O'Brien turns a corner and it was like, gotcha. If Conan O'Brien catfished me, I would have gone to lunch <laughs> if, with him. If you would have, if you would have been on Conan the next night. Yeah. That would have been funny if I got on that Conan somehow. Been funny. I'd be but like, man, it's hard out here in these streets. Dude, you would, you, that, that ruse would have been going on for five weeks. That's a long time. Yeah. Right. I was like, I was like, first of all, Conan, I gotta give you mad props because you play the long game. This is some yeah, right. Kaiser Soze <laughs> level level stuff. And I, hey, game recognized game. I don't even know if that even makes sense in this situation, but I would have said that. <laughs> but she comes around the corner and she's uh, like five six, five seven, super fit, super fit, like f- super flat stomach, which I can appreciate. You know, I- I'm working my way to get there. Uh-huh. Slowly but surely. But what caught my eye immediately was she was wearing like a crop top. Okay. Um, but I don't want to say like – it was just a super crop – I don't know how to describe this. What's a super crop top? Is Elena there? Can we get her in here? Um, no, she's not here. <laughs> so it was one of those things where – so it was like clearly above the belly button. Uh-huh. And then it was sort of like uh, draped over the sides of her arms. So she was showing like – um, not only, I guess, her midsection, but like a lot of her, not cleavage, because she doesn't have like huge boobs, but uh, like the upper chest area. Does that make I sense see. to you? Yes. Can you, can, all right, you, you hear what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, because normally the days that I've gone on, the girls aren't wearing that. I'll just be straight up with you. The girls are not wearing that. Yeah. And she was like really excited to see me. She goes, hey, how are you? And I go, hey. Um, and I was like, at that moment, and there's like, cause, uh, the, I was waiting outside the restaurant. We're in Chinatown. There's a lot of Chinese people around. They're all looking at me. And I go, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Right? <laughs> Honestly, who gives a shit? Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm all in. You seem like a really fun girl. Let's have some fun. So I walk in and she had like a nice, she had a huge Ferragamo bag on her arm and we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, and then I, I walked in and I'm, I'm speaking to the – and I basically went into full date mode. I said – I went to the, uh, the hostess and yes, I go, hey, um, we put, I put my name down a, little, a while ago. You know, how are we looking? And luckily, we were the next like, – like my name was the next one on the list. Okay. So that was a good sign. I was like, okay, so far so good. Um, everything's still super, uh, super smooth. So literally 30 seconds later, she goes, all right, your table's ready. It's the second one on the left. Just go back there. Go ahead. Cool. So we nice. sit down and she has such a – honestly, she has a beautiful smile. I thought she was – I didn't know what to think based on the Tinder profile pictures because I didn't know – like uh, one of the first things I said to her was like, hey, how tall are you? Because uh, I didn't know like how, how to read some of these photos. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'm like five six, five seven. I hope that's not going to be an issue for you. I go, no, no, no. I just wanted to make sure that you knew how tall I was. I didn't want to make you think like I was taller than I was. Not that I, I was saying I was six foot, but, you know, um, just so we're all on the same page. She goes, listen, I like to wear heels. You know, a lot of times I'm taller than the guys that when I'm wearing heels, if that's going to be an issue for me, let me know. I go, absolutely not, you know. Um, right. cause that's happened before. You know, the girl's a little bit taller. Um, you, yeah. you like to wear your nice heels out. That's fine. Anything. Uh, and I go, so talk to me about like, you know, so we're, sort of, we're starting off with a little bit of small talk. You know, hey, you know, what kind of errands were you running today? And she goes, all right. And this is where it also like I didn't know what to think because this is obviously like the very beginning of the date. And this, I'm just like basing this off of absolutely no information. 
But she goes, okay. oh, well, I had to go and get my Louboutins fixed. I go, oh, okay. I mean, it's good <laughs> that you take care of your shoes. Yeah. Because um, those are not – I mean, for They're any cheap. of our female listeners, if we have any female listeners, um, you know how expensive uh, your Louboutins are. And then she goes, and then I had to go to Cartier to get my watch fixed. I go, and this is where I was like, okay, are we name dropping just to name drop? <laughs> All right. Or like, like I just didn't know how to respond uh, to a lot of this because I, well, I'll be honest with you, it's a, it's a little bit out of my comfort zone when someone is not doing really well. That's not what I mean to say, but just is rocking really nice stuff. Yeah. Because you kind of feel like you're supposed like you, there's a certain expectation of money that you should have, right? Right, exactly. And, like, I'm sorry, I'm not just... doing. Like, maybe I'm not doing as well as you. I'm not dressed as well as you are today. Right. Because um, she was wearing. So I mean, she was wearing like a crop top, showing a lot of like her. I mean, we just went through this. Um, but she was also wearing like booty shorts. Not booty shorts. That's inappropriate. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> You're just ruining it. You, know? you, you just every single time you name something, you change it. You're like, no, not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. Um. But she was wearing really, really short shorts, uh, which is also, again, fine. But again, not something that I'm used, accustomed to seeing on my dates, right? Uh, usually, I mean, maybe it's just because the dates that I've been going on recently have been in colder weather. Mm-hmm. And it was an absolute stunner of a day yesterday. It was 80 degrees, no humidity. So it's like, okay, like last – for those of us that are still in the city, last hurrah before sort of – you know, right. uh, fall kicks in. Right. And so, I mean, she said that, you know, like, I'm in the city, I'm not at the beach today, so I figured it was, like, my last chance to wear a skimpy outfit. And I go, yeah, do you. It was a, it's a beautiful day out, you know? I mean, I appreciated what I saw, for sure. <laughs> right. But it was all, I mean, you know, to, I'm just being completely honest with you. It, it did throw me for a whirl. Um, yeah. But she was also wearing, like, all right, so she went to Louboutin to get her shoes fixed. She went to Cardi to get her watch fixed. And then she went to Tiffany's to get her pearls fixed. And on the day, she was wearing pearls, like a pearl stud uh, earrings and then a mm-hmm. nice pearl necklace. And I thought to myself, well, this is an interesting sort of mix because are those – if those are real pearls, which they are um, – I mean, I mean, she said they were not. She said they were real. And I have no reason to doubt her. Right. Uh, it's like weird because you're wearing close to like four figures worth of jewelry, but then you're also wearing like really um, casual clothing. So I, I was about to say the clothing does not match the jewelry, huh? Right. It's like, am I in a rap video right now? <laughs> no, that's an inappro- that's also inappropriate. Uh, but this is just it's, it's you and me, man. It's just you and me, uh, and so. You know, she, I was like, Hey, listen, I just want to make sure before we order that you don't like, like, what do you like? What do you not like? Cause I'm, I'm a very open eater, so I can eat whatever. She goes, No, me too. You know, I've had everything. Uh, so just order away and let's have some fun. Great. So we saw like this place was doing like truffle soup dumplings, which I've absolutely never heard of. And it felt like my worlds were colliding. It's like, is this like an East meets West moment where we're just throwing truffles into just everything? Cause that's what everyone's doing nowadays. Everything. Um, and so we, we got an order of that like immediately while we were ordering all of our other food and it was fine. Like we both put some orders in and I, and I just, I just held onto a menu go, listen, it's Chinese food, right? So it's going to be family style. If we get hungry, we'll just order more food. Right. So we started to get to know each other. We talked about, you know, our travels, uh, where we went to school, how long we've been in the city for. And that was all well and good. And I was like, okay, standard conversation. Um, nothing to really write home about. But it was nice that we didn't have any, like, too awkward breaks, you know? I've learned to accept that there's going to be pauses in the conversation. Uh, I know that right. if that frightens a lot of people, that, like, oh my God, not every moment of every second is being filled with what I just lovingly refer to as noise. Um, and I, that might make me an old man, uh, my views on that. But I feel like. It's impossible to keep conversation going every second, you know? And I feel like on these dates, these quote-unquote awkward pauses are shorter than you think they are. Yeah. It's like it was a brief moment. Everybody took a breath. It's fine. 
you can continue. It doesn't mean that you know she thinks you're you're hideous or you're a monster for not filling in every second. You know. So a couple of you know I was getting more comfortable with some pauses here and there, and then I I basically started talking to her about her Tinder nightmares. Like you have to have had some Tinder nightmares. Like hit me with some of the craziest things that have happened. Right. So we spent about a good like hour talking – like going wow. back and forth with just uh-huh. the terrible, terrible Tinder stories that uh, that New York has given us. And let me tell you, some of them are horrific. Um, she had a guy sweat like she goes – she mu- he must have been just really nervous. Uh, but by the time we were in the middle of our meal, he had sweat through his shirt. Like I could just see his skin. Uh, like that's that's a lot, you know what I mean? Like it's it's. I feel for those people. You got to, cause because you and I people. sweat. Yeah, man. We're sweaters, uh, and when you're nervous, I, I mean, I don't know if I sweat when I'm nervous like that, but I mean, I feel for guys that sweat, dude. I get it. It's hard across the bear. It really is. Yeah. But you yeah. know, um, and then we talked about like she said there was this one guy who they were flirting a lot when they they were talking uh, on Tinder. And then right. when she didn't go home with him that the first night, he basically called her out in the middle of the street like, how dare you not come with home with me the first right. night? And I was like, in what world do we think this kind of behavior is okay? You know, like I understand the sort of the culture around Tinder, but you're just going to – you're going to be a grown man and you start yelling at a woman in the street because she didn't go home with you? Sounds like you dodged a bullet with that one. That's all it really sounds like, Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because I, I completely agree with you. Um, There's just, you can't have those types of expectations. Like, especially, especially when you're like, you're just meeting someone for the first time like that. Like in this particular scenario, you know, it's not coming home from a club, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Cause you're sort of on some level, you're, it's still a date of some kind. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you guys drunkenly met up at a club and, and one of you whisper, let's get out of here. And you both said, okay, let's go. Right. Um, so we, we definitely shared that. And I, and I thought to myself, as I asked the question, like talk to me about your Tinder nightmares, I figured, is this like asking about exes? <laughs> but, but we, it was fine. We, we both sort of, we were both sharing and it was just more of the hilarity of these situations that we have found ourselves in. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. And then we talked about, you know, what do you like to do outside of the office? She goes, well, I'm, I'm usually just in the office, so I don't get to do too much, but you know, I love the fall because that's when sports happens. And that was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could she be the one? Um. <laughs> it's just sports. You see his sister and talks about all these red flags that come up and all of a sudden sports comes up and he's like, oh, that's the one. That's the one. Like, she's, it. she's it. She's it. Uh, You better call, call the folks. It's about to go down. Um, she goes, you know, I love all kinds of sports. I'm a big like ESPN 30 for 30. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like I didn't know girls like this existed. <laughs> because girls like a lot of girls that I've met say they like sports for the sake of uh, either getting with a guy or or just trying to front. It's like, listen, if you don't like sports, you don't like sports. Yeah. You don't have to like we don't have to do this. But it's I really appreciate a girl who genuinely likes sports. So she's a big Eagles fan because she grew up in Princeton. Okay. Uh, and so we talked about you know like a lot of my more memorable Eagles moments growing up in Westchester. And I go, you know, the three Eagles moments that I remember are the fourth and 26 catch by Freddie Mitchell. Um, because that was sort of the, that was one of those Hail Mary plays that somehow worked. And that was the talk of the town for months. Um, and then I talked about the Sheldon Brown hit on Reggie Bush. Um, you remember that? There- Always comes up. It was just on Reddit the other day. Oh I, I saw that. I remember watching that game live. Oh my god, me too. I was like, holy, holy crap! Sheldon Brown just killed a-, a man on live TV. Was that a wild card game? That was a wild card game. It absolutely okay, was, and that was the first play of the game. Yeah, it was. And I remember the announcer saying, "This is going to be the tone of the game." Nowadays, you do a hit like that, fifteen yards. <laughs> yeah, because because he, he they they would say defenseless receiver, but, but he went up for really- it though. The thing is that they, they're very, they're very, um, like, it's not the rule. That's basically not the rule. The, the rule's like, you can't hit, you can't hit a defenseless receiver, but like, also, you gotta be careful, like, the head and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. 
This this is too but much. But he launched at the body. Yeah, he launched at the body. He, he basically knocked the, the wind. He, he knocked yeah, he all knocked the, the wind. wind out of him because he. So yeah, for those who haven't seen it, he basically comes at him full speed, hits him with like his shoulder right in the. Oh my god! Right the ball, the ball, the ball flies out of the stadium. Ball flies out of his hand. Like he was, ca- he was making the catch, right? He hadn't. I don't. I don't know if he planted his feet yet. I think the he, ball like, flies I think out as of his he hand. planted his feet, he got hit. Yeah, and so he like he gets hit, and. uh he tries to get up and he like takes like two steps, two or three steps and he like kneels down and like gets back on the ground because he just had the wind knocked out right. of him. And that was when the Eagles had like the Jimmy Johnson defense. Yeah. I think they saw Jimmy Johnson back then. They were deadly. Oh my God. That kind of toughness, like with Brian Dawkins, Jeremiah Trotter, that was, that was an old school defense. I mean, you needed it in the uh, NFC East because there was, it was such a deadly division. Like you never knew yeah. every year who was going to win it. Which is crazy because there's not too many divisions nowadays that have that sort of um, eliteness to it, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking of – because I remember thinking that for so long, that NFC East was just so good. Um, what would be, what would be the equivalent now? I, a I NFC West? Like maybe – yeah, I was going to say maybe two years ago, the NFC West. Yeah. Um what was it this year? It was the it was the AFC North. It was, was really the AFC good. North. Yep. Yeah, because because every single team, every single team in the AFC North had a winning record. And I think I think three of the four teams went to the playoffs. Yes. Steel the Steelers, um, the Ravens, the Ravens, Bengals. and the Bengals. Right. Yes. So um, so she was just talking about how she loves sports and how she's useless on Sundays because she has to watch all the games. And I just go, you, this is it. This is over. You're saying all the right things right now. Um, and so we sort of talked about. Did you say this to her? Did you say this to her? <laughs> no, I didn't say this to her. Um, but you know, she talked about how she ran track at Wake Forest. Um, which explains the just absolute stunner of a body that she has. Like it's, there was, it, honestly, there is not an ounce of fat on this girl. Um, and I'm like, uh, you know what I look like, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, we also talked about, how she played soccer in okay. in college, and she was a goalie. And I go, that's pretty cool. I've never met a goalie before. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know actually what that means. That I've never met a goalie, but because usually like the girls that I meet play midfield. That Not seems really. to be from I don't know for the girls that I've met a more classical position to play in college soccer. Uh-huh. Um, I mean midfielders they're running all day. You know they're captains of the midfield. Um, so cool it, I guess it's cool to have met. Either a non-striker or a uh, non-midfielder. Yeah. Um, and then I talked about how you know I've got tickets to I've got uh, season tickets to the NFCFC, right. the uh, right. MLS team that's in New York right now. And I won't lie to you, Reza, I haven't gone to a game in months because um, normally they're on like Sundays and it's all the way uptown and I'm like all the shows. That are I happening. guess I never thought about that, like that you're missing the games. I remember that you were going, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah, so usually we just sell the tickets I see. on StubHub or something. Like we'll just we'll just try and like uh, offload the and tickets. And they go quickly. Uh sometimes they go quickly. Sometimes we don't sell them, but that's sort of the nature of the game, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes you'll sometimes you'll get a uh, like a, a good sale. I, I know one game we sold for uh, each ticket. The cost of a ticket, like if we sell it at cost, is like I want to say twenty seven dollars or maybe thirty dollars. We sold the ticket for a hundred bucks, wow. and when the season tickets cost five hundred total. So we basically made a quarter of it back. Yeah, in one, which is which is perfect. It was a I think it was a big matchup or something, but just none of us were in town. Right. Um, but she said, Oh my God, the next time you want company to a game, I was like, are you sure? She goes, yeah. Like, I don't know if you want me to pay for it. I go, no, 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 no. Just, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. She goes, yeah, let's not, let's not put anything in stone. Cause I don't know if she, if she read my like willingness to bring her as like, Oh my God, like I totally want to hang out again. Um, yeah, yeah. and so she's trying to like put the brakes on I go, no, 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 you're right. You're right. Uh, I'm just letting you know that like, it's totally like, I'm totally game. If you wanna, if you wanna come and just like have company to watch this game, because I know like a lot of my friends can't always make the game, so instead of selling it to a stranger, it'd be nice to just bring somebody to this thing. Yeah. Um. So she goes, yeah. Well, well, let's play it by ear. And I go, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to see you again in five weeks. Um. <laughs> so she laughed at that. And then what else did we talk about? Uh. Yeah. I mean, she was just super funny, which which is like you know my Achilles heel. A funny girl just is. It's over. 
Um, and then I was like, listen, I got to get out of there because I thought I was going to be meeting a friend of mine at the museum um, afterward. And I didn't want to be late for that. And I was like, listen, yeah. we've been – oh, we we were at lunch for two hours. So lunch started at 2 and I checked my watch or I, mean, I checked my phone for the first time because we were both – oh, we were both – and I was, I was proud of this. We were both really good about not checking our phones. Um, That's it. Which is always like a nice little – like you can't expect people to not check their phone, uh huh. But you know it's going well when neither of you are like looking at your phone either constantly or just to see like what time it is, you know? Right, right. Um. So I walk. I decided to walk her back, and she lived really close to the restaurant. I gave her a hug because I wasn't gonna kiss her with like Chinese food on my breath. Let's be real for a second. Um. And I go, hey, listen, I had a good time. I'd love to see you again. And I just bounced. Um. And she ended up texting me uh, afterwards. She goes, hey, how's the museum? And then I didn't text her back then because I wasn't at the museum. Uh, it turned okay. out that my friend wanted to push a little bit. So I didn't want to be like, oh, like I'm not at the museum actually. Like it's yeah, – I didn't want to have to explain myself more than I – I mean I guess I didn't have to explain myself. But also just like leaving when I say I'm going to do one thing and not doing it might have been All a right. weird look. Uh, whatever. So I just – we just talked about like – she goes, you know, you're in my phone as Sandy, not from Spongebob. Um, and I go, I go, that's pretty cool. I mean – I love that. I mean, you know, I was like – I literally said, you know, Sandy from Spongebob is Matt Trill. So <laughs> – uh, and then she goes, you know, I, you know, she also said she had a great time. Two hours at lunch definitely, definitely is a good sign. Um, let me know when the next time you want to hang out. Hopefully it's, you know, closer than uh, or sooner rather than five weeks. And I go, yeah, let's let's uh, let's play by ear. So overall, I think it was a great time. Um, it definitely started off a little like out of my comfort zone because I mean not to sound prudish, but most most of the times the girls that I've been that I've gone out on these dates have been a little bit uh, more conservatively dressed. And now there's nothing wrong with what she was wearing. It just caught me off guard because I definitely okay. wasn't expecting that for like a first Tinder date, which might sound yeah. weird to some people because you know there's a hookup culture around it, and that's un- undoubtedly true. But it, you know, still the in my mind, it was still more of like a date. I mean, I was wearing I was wearing shorts. I, when was the last time I Look wore shorts you. on a date? You know. Yeah. It just didn't hit me because I guess I was – I think I was just more casual than I should have been. I mean, should I have worn pants? Yes. Was it too nice to wear pants? Yes. Like I'm not going to sweat just just as, just as to wear pants. I might be overanalyzing here. But but uh, yeah, the date was a lot of fun. The date was a lot of fun and then later that evening, like I came back and I worked out again and I took a quick nap. Um and I went to a museum, but we can save that for next time because we're already at the hour mark, and I don't want to keep going for too long. Yeah. But uh, but let, let's end this with uh, what have you been listening or or watching anything new recently? Uh, tough to answer. Tough, tough to give a different answer than what we had about two or three days ago. Uh huh. Um. So so for me, no. I, I've I've been I've been really busy uh, over the last few days. I have really haven't really listened to anything new or watched anything. Uh, how about you? I uh, so I have a <clears throat> lot of stuff on my Netflix queue, like my list. Um, and I like two nights ago, I just decided because I wasn't going anywhere. I figured, you know what? I finished Narcos. Uh, let's let. Wow, you finished it already? Yeah, it, it took okay. about a it took about two weeks. Okay, ten episodes, two weeks. It was just like during the week, like I'd bang out an episode here or there. Um. I was like, you know what? Let's 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 put a dent in this because this my list has not changed in months. So I watched Skeleton Twins with Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. I highly recommend it. It's definitely okay. a drama, and there's a lot of like stuff that they have to deal with. So it's not the lightest of movies, but you can still tell like their chemistry is so palpable. It's they're such a great duo for movies. I mean, obviously it's from their SNL uh, days, but they are so warm together on screen. It, it's they, they do a phenomenal job in that movie. And I also watched literally as the credits in that movie were were coming on screen. I was already looking for my next movie. 
Um, so there was definitely a double feature that night. But I watched uh, Cake with Jennifer Aniston where she plays this woman recovering from a really traumatic experience in her life and she's addicted to painkillers and she's like this super uh, acerbic woman who's always angry at the world and cursing people out and you know she's she's having a hard time coping with what happened. So she's like right. sleeping around and she's seeing visions of this hmm. woman who committed suicide who happens to be played by Anna Kendrick. Which was a nice little surprise, you know. My, you know, I have a big crush on Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Um, I feel like so does the world. But she, she was a fun job. She calls her a cunt at one point. I was like, oh, you, you're just gonna come out here in these streets and call uh, Jennifer Aniston a cunt. Um, <laughs> so, so those are the two things that I saw. So I know, like you said, it was it was very recent because we're recording this a few days. Um, after we recorded the previous one, but I was able to, right. I was able to catch a few, uh, a few flicks. Sounds good. Yeah, actually, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping that tomorrow I'll be able to, uh, to watch some, uh, some movies on our flight. I hope you have good movies on your flight. Nothing, nothing like our American flight back from uh, oh, Brazil. God. That was the, the worst. Uh, there was that just was no the entertainment. There was no entertainment. I would have taken the cold in a heartbeat if there was just entertainment. Didn't they play? Uh, they played, they played, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, but I watched that on their way, on the way down. So I didn't want to watch it again. Right. And it was also one of those, like, there's like three TVs in the entire cabin and ours was busted because it was like all discolored and whatnot. So yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, you got to watch this. Like, I don't want to. Um, sorry for being really whiny there, but that was just a flashback <laughs> of a really terrible. It, it was. Yeah, like they had the old school screens, and the problem was that the light was so bright. And even though the even though the movie was over and it was and it was a black screen, I could still see the light through yeah through my eyelids, and it just yeah. it was hard to sleep. I mean, it was hard to sleep for so many reasons, right? It was super chilly. Yeah, but but yeah, I just hope you get good movies. Yeah, um, let's end it here. All right, sounds good. All right, cool. All right, well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll, t- we'll catch you next time.